This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan from the 817 Game Day Game Day shout out to y'all. Work is tough on a game day and on a holiday you don't get to take off, but y'all are making it fly by with these segments. Awesome text. Appreciate all the positive feedback. And I think you're gonna get even more with this segment because it's time for the C Block starring Corey Majors. Thank you very much, Kevin. We have uh we have Isaiah Stanback from DallasCowboys.com joining us today. And today they have they are going to be at the Tostitos Championship Plaza Ooh. doing their pregame action. Who all's with you today, Isaiah? As y'all are rocking along, setting up for Cowboys Bucks tonight. Man, we're going to be turning up over there, as you mentioned. It's going to be myself, Nate Newton, Barry Church, Kyle Humans. I think Bill Jones is even going to be in the building. So it's going to be a good time, man. Obviously, there's an official party over at the stadium. But then, if you guys want to stay over in the Frisco area, come on through Tostitos Plaza. We'll be having a good time. There you go, man. Will all of you guys have a strategy that you can make sure to pass along that we don't get dominated on the offensive and defensive lines of scrimmage? Man, listen up. Um, It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough sledding. Uh, I mean, you think about the offensive front for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, me for myself personally, I believe that the only one of the main uh, reasons why Tom Brady came back was because of Ryan Jensen. And obviously, word coming out of that camp all week was that he was kind of up in the air, and then we get kind of get an official word today that he is planning to play. So that is a huge uh, piece for them moving forward, especially when you think about their running game. Uh, you know, their running game comes in the form of mostly screen plays and quick passes. Now they have that piece back in place. Now they feel a lot more confident handing the ball off to Fournette and the rest of the crew. And then on the defensive can front, I, can I just forward, ask you a quick question? Because that was an excellent yeah. answer. Can I ask you a quick question about that? Is there any, do you think there would be any concern in terms of like how quick you get back into the actual flow of game? I know he took first team reps at practice and everything, but how quick Jensen can like be ready to go? Yeah, I mean, there's always that question mark, right? Whenever you miss a, an elapsed period of time like he did, he missed the entire season. But, if you know, you're not going to come back in this game and you're not going to go take snaps for Tom Brady unless you're, unless you're ready to roll. Um, you know, TB12 will not want you in the game if you can't be productive um, and assist in their ability to try to, you know, win the ball game. So I have full, full faith that if he is suiting up tonight, which it sounds like he is, that he's, he's going to be ready to roll. And I don't think there's going to be much rust there uh, because I'm sure those guys are taking their fair share of snaps behind the scenes this week. Now, you, you were with Tom Brady in, what, 2009, I believe, right. in New England. Is he human? Yeah. Like, is is behind the scenes? Is that dude like? Is he actually human? I'm pretty sure he's a robot. <laughs> no, I mean physically he's a human. I mean, but you want to talk about somebody's 
will and determination to be the best at what they do and at their craft. I mean, I don't, I haven't been around. I've been around some really good players and a lot of different Hall of Famers. Uh, he takes it to a whole other level in terms of his preparation, in terms of his intellect, um, and the things that he's going to do, the film, the amount of film that he watched leading up to this week. Um, it's insurmountable, and uh, it's unfathomable for most people. Uh, I got to witness it firsthand, obviously, and I was amazed. I just sat there and was just a sponge. Um, but if there is a, if there is a weakness uh, to this Dallas defense, he's going to know exactly how to how to go about exposing that. Um, it's going to be a battle. I've been mentioning it all week. It's good. The battle is going to be between Dan Quinn and Tom Brady. That's the real battle that's going on in this ballgame. Are you more amazed by Tom Brady, the football player, or that Sally Field, Jane Fonda, and others are going to be in a movie called 80 for Brady? Man, I, I can't call it. I, can't call it. <laughs> I got no answer for you on that one. It is, yeah, it is It is crazy that that movie now exists in our world. I, I am, do you, with the way that his season has gone, this hasn't been – the typical Brady season, and I don't, I don't know if it's age or what. And you're talking about the work ethic that goes along with it. Do you think that that distraction was a key factor in early season stuff, and that he's like kind of changed or grown or anything since then, or is it is he just age kind of catching up? Well, no, I, I do believe that that the distractions. I mean, that he's human, right? I mean, and you kind of, we kind of joke about it, but I don't know what what individual can go out there and perform at their greatest when they're dealing with those type of personal issues and, and, and struggle off the field. So uh, obviously that's going to take some kind of toll on you. Um, you couple that with the fact that a lot of his key players had a lot of injuries. Um, that was going to have a great effect on them. And then you look at the standpoint that they had to change their offense because of those injuries. That took some time as well. Um, so now you see them starting to catch fire. And the last person that you want to be catching fire at this time of the year is Tom Brady. Uh, you, The last person you want to be getting their last infinity stone in terms of Ryan Jensen is Tom Brady. Mm. So these are all the things that you have to be concerned about going into this game. Um, but personnel-wise, um, when you look at, at, the, at these rosters in totality, I still feel really good about Dallas's talent level. How how big does Ceedee Lamb have to be in this game, or is it somebody else on the on the offense that has to be the factor? Is Dak Prescott? I mean, we we don't have to look any further than that. Um, Dak has not had the season that he wants, uh, but he's still in a position to attain everything that he wants. So he has to be able to somehow, some way, flip the switch from the Dak that we've seen over the last six to eight weeks and go back to the Dak from last year that was leading the leading the, the league um, in passing yards, leading the league in touchdowns, all those type of things. We have to get back to that Dak. His decision-making has to get better. His acknowledgement of defenses has to get better. Um, he has to be willing just to – to take a to take a sack or to throw the ball away and go on to the next play, you know we can't we can't be in a position where we're now forcing the ball and creating potential turnovers because this guy, this team, this organization that we're that Dallas Cowboys are going to be going against, they know how to get all the way to the big game and win it. So you can't give them extra opportunities. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. Just play smarter. I'm looking forward to his offensive line getting settled in. Hopefully with Tyler Biotis coming in, guys can go back to their natural positions. Um, and we obviously you have to be able to try to run the ball and keep the ball and you know, play keep away from Tom. I loved your Infinity Stone reference with Ryan Jensen. So let's take it to the person you just mentioned, Tyler Biotis. How big of a deal is it that he's back for an offensive line that since Terrence Steele went out has not been the same? Yeah, no, it's, it's everything. I mean, you talk about 
the, the shuffling of cards up front, musical chairs that you've had up there with guys who are not necessarily the youngest, <laughs> the youngest guys in their career. You know, you talk about Peters, Tyron Smith, um, you know, obviously Martin's in there still holding the fort down, but uh, you start shuffling around your center and guard positions. The, the offensive line is only going to be as productive as as the guys that are that are able to play there on a consistent basis. It's all about continuity. So if you have guys that are coming in, you know, playing more, you know, more snaps than they are intended to and playing positions that they don't feel comfortable with, you're not going to be productive. You're going to see a fall off in, in your in your execution. But when you have your main guy come back, as little as people might look upon Tyler Biotis in the grand scheme of the rest of the guys in the offensive line, he is the commander-in-chief up there. He's the man who calls the shots. He's the guy that, you know, people, the things that people don't realize is, you know, his snap count and his cadence is substantially different than everybody else's who might come in and try to snap the ball. So your operation gets better. Your communication gets better. You know, the guys are comfortable in the positions that they're in. You know, when you start lining up against from against guys like Akeem Hicks and Vita Vea and William Golston, you want everybody to be in sync. You need everybody to be on the same page because those guys are – your assignment with them one-on-one alone is going to be enough <laughs> to consume your attention span. So um, it's, it's, it's a key ingredient. I'm glad that he's back, and I'm looking forward to the production that he brings. Man, I, I heard a, a saying, and I think it was out of Duke Manyweather's uh, uh, offensive line masterminds, their OL, OL masterminds like conference. Uh, one of the players said, "Football is not where you go to get tough. It's a it's a it's a sport for tough people." And you, I always stick with the line that you said in preseason when Jake Ferguson caught that ball and then just leveled whoever was in front of him. And you were like, I, work, I, I lift weights for a living. And I just like stick with that. But that mentality, that tough mentality, I felt that it's been missing from the Cowboys for part of this back, back part of the season. How do you get that back? Is it, and when do you start bringing that element into your game? It can't be on playoff night. It has to be somewhere else. Yeah. I totally agree with you, and I, I mean, what you're referring to is kind of the identity and the culture of this team, and for this entirety of the season, it's been the defense, but as you mentioned, the second half, it hasn't been because you started talking about the drop-off in production in terms of sacks, and that's what you really relied on and leaned, leaned upon for the physicality element of this team. This was no longer a bully ball team on offense. You'd like to see them get back to that, and hopefully they can with the addition of Biotis in terms of rushing the ball for 150-plus yards. That would be nice, and that would have some element of physicality to it. But defensively, that's where this team was tough. Um, they were hitting guys in the mouth, and they were causing havoc, and they were, creating guys, they were making guys scared, and teams were fearful of this front, and that has gone away. So I don't see that necessarily improving in this game because this team gets the ball out faster than anybody else in the league. They also run short, highly effective, highly efficient routes, um, you know, under 10 yards, five yards and under. I mean, this, these guys get the ball out very quickly. So this team's going to have to fly around and hit. I don't see them necessarily getting back to TB12 too often, but what they can do is come downhill as DBs and hit these receivers in the mouth. You can, as linebackers and defense alignment, once the ball is thrown out to these screens, out to the edges, run out there and bring the whole, the whole party with you and make sure everybody tees off on these guys. That's the physicality that you're going to have to be able to witness tonight because I'm not sure that you're going to be able to do it in regards in terms of your pass rush. I'm not saying that this is any of the players' main focus, nor should it be going into this game, but I've always been curious whether it's during the season or especially when we get to the playoffs, how much do the players hear or how much do they carry the burdens that come along with this franchise and its fan base, especially when it comes to playoffs? You know, honestly, when I was in the position, I didn't pay attention to it. 
I mean, you know, the noise is always going to be there. And I, I say noise is like water. You can block out majority of it, but eventually water is going to seep through. So whether that that comes in the form of you trying to, you know, hold up, um, you know, all the pressures that come with being a cowboy and all the stats and all those things. But in reality, you just got to throw that stuff out the window. I mean, in reality, you're facing somebody and a quarterback in Tom Brady who has the same amount of playoff wins as your entire organization. That's the reality that you're facing. So throw all the history out the window. you got to go out there and take care of your business and win this one game so that you can have opportunity to talk about next week's. We've been talking about this kind of throughout the day. Kind of Mike's been bringing up the, the 15, you know, the scripted 15 plays. Kevin, I asked you earlier about the first – what's your first play you're going to run? Yeah. Isaiah, you, you're you're stepping up. Dax get, got the ball for the first time. What is the first play? Are you handing off to Zeke? Are you going deep to CD? Are you just you know a, a twelve yard pickup to Dalton Schultz? What are you? What's your first play tonight? Man, I want to go right at Vita Vea. Personally, I would go right at Vita Vea, and that's a lot coming. I'm a, that's a UW guy, so you know that's family to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel as if you want to set the tone for this ball game, you're going to need to beat these guys up. And if you're going to beat these guys up, what better way to set the tone and to get across a message than to go against their biggest, most dominant, physically imposing defender in Vita Vea. Go at him, double team him, triple team him. I don't care what you need to do, but hit him in the mouth and let him know it's going to be a long day. And then when you get those guys start creeping and being nosy, now you can have the Dak Prescott that we all come to love and respect. And now he has the ability to do the play action pass. But you have to establish the physicality up front with your offensive line and run this ball against this this three five this three four front, which is really like a five two front. So no flea flicker like Kevin's suggesting. Please no. Please no. <laughs> Just okay. Hear me out. I hear every. Everything you're saying, you made Do a that very... play with Justin Jefferson passing to Kirk Cousins. That's that a good play. That did not go very well. I just, because of how frequently we run it on first down, I think you would throw them all out of sorts. Your line makes a lot more logistical yes. sense. Yes. I just think you could knock them on their ass with that play and they'd be like, what the hell just happened? You know you know, how about I throw this in there? I do believe that you will see an appearance from Kevontae Turpin tonight offensively. I think that you're going to see a package. I, Kellen Moore has done a great job. Last year, he emptied the bag out too early. This year, he kind of slow rolled in terms of taking out his Legos and playing with his toys from Christmas. Now, I think that he's, he's, he's really saved up some of those gifts that he has and some of those toys. And I think Kevontae Turpin is going to be one that he takes out the bag tonight and really puts on on um, on a showcase. So, I believe that you will possibly see him on some in the rounds, hopefully, and that can and stretch out this defense, and then you'll be able to run the ball. And if you want to get up to a flea flicker, then we'll see. <laughs> because otherwise, you're just stepping on all those Legos you got at Christmas. <laughs> Home Alone style. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. Man, excellent stuff. I know we've told you this before. You're just a fantastic addition on our show every time you're on. So really appreciate it. No, nah, thank you guys for having me, man. There you go. Isaiah Stanback right here on 105.3 The Fan. I still don't understand the scripted 15. The Cowboys. I hear you. I the do. Cowboys sack Tom Brady. First play of the game. He fumbles. You you dive on the ball on the 15 yard line. Your first play on your script was play action bomb to CD Lamb. I only have 25 yards to go and the field's over. What the hell do I do? Like I don't. Maybe there's like a scaled down version of that. Yeah, I don't I, know. I just uh, this whole you have to go by this script. It doesn't what if the make first sense. First play to me. is a run play and it's a touchdown. Now what and do you to do? me this is where I guess they're screw. Like if I was as a guy who didn't know anything about football, and I don't know nearly as much as like Isaiah Stanback does or George Teague or, you know, stuff like that. But I, I'm like, wait a second. So you're telling me I run the ball for six. I run the ball for seven. 
but the next play on the script was to pass the ball. And this is where we get into like, then we were doing a double reverse pass. And then you're like, dude, we just ran for a first down as easy could be. Now we wanted to do a double reverse pass that went for negative 12. We just ruined the whole drive because we had to throw in that play right now. Like it's, it's like I throw two curveballs in the dirt. They swing and miss at both of them. Well, this dumbass is swinging at curveballs in the dirt. Why would I go away from throwing curveballs in the dirt? According to the 469, they say you're getting information for later. You need to see how they're going to react to certain looks. Maybe. We're the KNC Masterpiece. I understand that. It's still stupid. Right here on 1053 The Fan. Coming up next, besides just being a Cowboys fan, why should folks root against Tampa Bay tonight? Plus, what will your spread look like? 877-881-1053. We'll do all of it next right here on The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Couple of questions for the Tolos and the Twolos rocking out there today. Besides just being a Cowboys fan, why should folks root against Tampa Bay tonight? And also... It's a tough one with Tom Brady. What is... That makes all the answers. Is (laughs) what is your food spread looking like? Or do you wait to kind of trick it up until we move further into the playoffs? Well... Uh, I wanted to go to my parents. I would have loved for, they I guess said we no. Well, no, because I can't take my boys this late. They have school tomorrow. Okay, they have yeah, off yeah. of school today yeah. uh, for MLK day. Happy MLK day to everybody out there who has uh, today off is I was like, and even if you don't happy my, Martin my, Luther King yes, Jr. Day. Hey. But my son asked, he's like, Hey, we're going to watch this at Graham and pops. I was like, no, because the game's not going to end till about 11 o'clock. And if you stay up and watch with me this whole time, I'll be okay with it. I'll tell your mom, hey, it's a playoff game. You know, he might be a little bit sleepy tomorrow, but it is a playoff game. But I'm like, if we go to Arlington and then have to go all back. of a sudden yeah. we're not getting home till close to midnight, you know, that's another hour right there. So um, I'm going to make burgers. Okay. So that's uh, that's uh, the spread tonight at the Bassett House. Nothing super special. Cut them special. into stars for the Cowboys? No. No, no. Everybody knows you cut them diagonal, Kevin. Come on, what's wrong with you? No. What are you a Wendy's fan with those square burgers? (laughs) I do like. I like Wendy's too. (laughs) Okay, what a turn. That was very quick. Yeah, Yeah. but it's just weird that they uh, you make square burgers. Mm -hmm. You smash them and they're kind of roundish. You know. Okay. All right. So now we were asking some folks why you should root. For Dallas, even if you're not a Cowboys fan, or more specifically, root against Tampa, is that a variety of answers? Is obviously I'm going to start with Tom Brady is a doucher, and from the four six nine, my goodness, they said go against Tom because he was given four rings. He's not the goat. See, that wasn't even from me. Is next up on the list? Jealousy. Tampa. Ha- that's no one will make a movie about a whole bunch of old. Ladies want to come hook up with me, probably. Is that so. your first choice work? <laughs> you yep. say hags because your last name's Haglin? <laughs> yes. If you've never heard, this is why you simply must come out to, like, events and whatnot. Michael give you his breakdown as he said, my ancestors must have, like, been part of this country where all the people were ugly. And they're like, we're ruling over the land of hags. And that's how we got Hagland. And I was like, well, that's not even how you say my last name. It is a remarkable experience knowing Mike is you changed the pronunciation of it to try to get away from that. <laughs> Just like you changed the pronunciation of that word. Yep. Is next next reason 
Tampa has a losing record and doesn't deserve a home playoff. Let's game. talk about it. Oh, but it happened for Seattle with the sonic boom or whatever they called that when uh, Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch, Lynch had that big run. Weren't they seven and Beast nine? Quake. Were they seven and nine then? I, I'm not hundred yeah. percent oh. sure, but I think they were. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, I think they beat New Orleans. Who was considered a better team, but it but just, that doesn't that, change the logic behind it, right? No, like, I, I I I absolutely believe Tampa can win tonight. I'm not also, disputing that. Also, wasn't weren't those Seahawks fun? Yeah, yeah. And, this and, Tampa team is not fun. Well, they can be. Um, why do you say that with a smile? Also, I, I, I enjoy voice. watching Tom Brady at an age that nobody's been successful at quarterback still be successful, and he hasn't been very successful yeah. this year, but. If he were to, I'm not saying I would celebrate it, but if he were tonight to throw for 300 yards and four touchdowns and lead his team to victory, oh, yeah, you're just so like, mad. oh my God, I cannot believe this 45-year-old guy keeps doing these things. See, I will not, because we'll have Steven on tomorrow at noon, and if that happens, he's like, he's going to say, you just got to give other guys credit. He's great for a reason. I'm going to, like, trash this defense. I'm like, this defense sucks. You like crappy Tom Brady do that to you. So I, uh, I I understand as well from the 469, Tom Brady wears Uggs. Enough said. That's I will I will agree with <laughs> that. Oh, okay. From the 810, I root against him because Tom, because Peyton Manning is better. Another reason. Ooh, I liked it. Okay, would you just accept Warren Sapp as a reason that you should root against Tampa uh, Bay? I agree. Those. People that he had in his room. And yes. They had relations, and then he said, go away. And then part of the reason he didn't pay those people is because later he declared bankruptcy. And then you saw some of his assets, and I thought, yeah, I could see how we might end up there. Wasn't it also alleged that Warren Sapp, when working at uh, NFL Network, was like harassing some of his coworkers? That and giving too? Them, giving him Holy uh, moly. adult toys? All right. God. Like, in what universe is that? Like a gift that you think is going to be acceptable to a coworker. Far, far away. Yeah. The adult <laughs> industry, maybe? Okay. You know what? Fair point, Reggie. Let's say you do not work in the adult industry and you work at NFL Network. Yeah, probably not. That is a bold move to be like, I'm going to give them this for Christmas and they're going to love it. So, yeah. Warren Sapp, Uggs, Peyton Manning, losing record, Tom Brady, all valid reasons to root against the Bucks tonight. Okay. Are you going to be in a good mood tomorrow if Tampa wins? That is going to piss me off. Yeah, just to just so oh, I just so I fuel the fire enough to fight Kevin about it though tomorrow. Probably not physically. I will say this: I know we're at the end of the show today. I I am leaning towards a Cowboys victory. Do we have an updated score tally? I'm going to go with 27-24. I'm, I think I'm, that's I'm, I never get this right. I mean, sometimes you get close. Sometimes you're way far off. The and, spread's and, back at three again, right? I mean, I thought the, the Cowboys were going to win the Washington game by 10 or more points. Yeah. And they got blown out. So so it's not like, oh, I'm this great predictor. Or listen to me on betting with Bassick. I, right. I just It's one of these things where I do think it's going to be a close game. I have heard, you know, like Broadus uh, up here. I think, you know, he said, look, if this is a close game, then he leans towards Tampa because of the Tom Brady factor. I do. So, you know, a lot of people are kind of like, hey, you want to be up by kind of that 10-point margin where Tom can't create some sort of magical moment in the end. Because I will say, we talked about it earlier, it does scare me that if you give the ball back to Tom Brady with a minute or two on the clock and it's like he has enough time – to get down the field, and I know this 
That is my that is my nightmare. For a field goal. goal. Yes, that is. You're 100 percent about that. I am not going to be stoked if it's 27-25 Dallas and Tom Brady gets the ball with a minute and a half to go. I'm going to be like son of a. Lots of other words. I think we're because he's probably at one point going to throw a 30 to 40 yard pass on our crap cornerback, and our guy's going to panic and pass interfere. Yeah. Yeah. I I think all of those are valid concerns. Now, in terms of the spread, we get a whole lot of excellent answers. By the way, from the 469, Mike, do you care to share your hamburger recipe? Nothing super special. Usually 80-20 and then salt and pepper uh, before putting it on the um – I don't grill them as much anymore. I kind of like doing them in the cast iron skillet. The problem oh. is it creates a lot of smoke in the house. Okay, sure. So that's the only thing that's not the best. But I do like getting it super hot and trying to get that good crust on the outside. Now, from the 972, they say they're going to go all out tonight since we won't make it any further, which is sad. Listen, we need David Stern to come back to life. That guy could manufacturer of W's if, in the NBA in the playoffs like no other. If Roger Goodell operated this league like David Stern, I believe we would have like at least two more Super Bowl appearances. I'm not even saying yeah. we have to win them. Think, we would have been in them. And really, Cowboy fans, think of this. If the game is Sunday night, Dallas at San Francisco, I get Tom Brady Which, and I get yeah, there's eyes yeah. and it'll it'll still get a great number. It's, it's NFL playoffs. Kick, yeah. But I mean, you put that one on Sunday night football in Cowboys at San Francisco. Fire. That's going to give you, I yeah. don't know, five to 10 million more viewers yep. than Tampa at San You're Francisco. Right. So if David Stern was running this, he would n- run those numbers and say, I'm going to put these five refs at this game. So he's not fixing it, but he knows the best way to do this. These guys either hate Tampa, hate Tom Brady, uh, really like uh, the Cowboys and give the Cowboys the benefit of the doubt. They don't throw flags on the road team as much. They seem to, for some reason, throw more flags. This is what David Stern would do to fix NBA games. So it wasn't so much, you're going to make sure this team wins. He would just manufacture ways to make sure and then say, hey, guess what? In the NBA, if you can get this to a sixth or seventh game, guess what? Everybody gets bonuses. And before anybody disputes that popularity, just remember, we went down the top jerseys in the league. Of the top six, three Cowboys, three every other player in the NFL. And those players were Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow. And if we're all being honest with ourselves, those are the three. For the Cowboys, it was CeeDee Lamb, Dak, and Micah. I love our guys, but those aren't the same players. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, more on the spread from the 817. The spread in terms of your food spread. The point spread is back up to three. Smoked ham, smoked pork, tenderloin, and smoked salmon. Okay. Ooh, is the spread. The Have eight- you ever flipped the, the spread? Have you ever gotten so mad or thrown food or like if you got have you ever gotten so mad at a sporting event that you threw food or the remote or broke something? In this economy? I did. That's man, you've just been waiting to use that all show. No, I I ended up slamming a door harder than I probably should have and harder than I thought. I thought I was gonna like close it with force and it ended up being like a, you know, full on slam. And I I felt bad because I'm like, well, the people who are watching the game with you, it's not their fault that this 
organization has like led to playoff letdowns time and time and time again. But sometimes it is. Like if I was with you tonight <laughs> uh-huh. and Tom Brady threw like a pass and there was pass interference, it was borderline like, that's pass interference. This is Tom Brady. He is I, great. You can't beat Tom Brady. I swear, I would probably say shut the F up, yeah. Mike, numerous times throughout <laughs> the game. Specifically when I felt like you were just trolling me about that, you're like, Okay. I don't see Joe Montana making Sounds that throw. Like and Tom Brady must have got hydrated before this game. <laughs> From the 2-1-0. Chips and salsa tonight. Got to watch this game high on an edible. Oh, dear. From the 5-6-1. Frito chili burgers and from the 817, we're doing queso, short ribs, chicken, Mexican rice, and barracho beans. And so Man, y'all putting in work. I and I was gonna say, isn't it fascinating? Because like I know other people, I saw somebody go, food spread is playoff pizza from Pizza Hut. And so some hey, people we got today. I know some people will just go that route. Other people, like that's their outlet. Sometimes do you think that's the way some people get their nerves out. Like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cook. Cooking relaxes me or, you know, grilling relaxes me or whatever the case might be. And that's your best pregame is to like, let's just do that. Yeah, Monday's my day to cook at the house because there's a lot of sick kids on Monday. And so, oh, yeah, because yeah. they waited over the weekend. They're right. like, we don't want to go to the urgent care or whatever. Yeah. And so it's it's my night to cook. So which is fine. I, I kind of wanted to make something, though, that was pretty simple. Uh-huh. And not have to get into making a whole bunch of different things. So that's why burgers is tonight. And then I like getting these to go with the burgers. But I don't think you're going to like them, Kevin. Reggie, I think, is going to be with me. Sweet potato tater yep. tots. Oh, they, yeah. No, I like those. They are good. I, I, I don't think I appreciate the sweet potato fries, tater tots, et cetera, as much as the average person. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I definitely see the appeal. Like, I, I do. Now, just as an aside, this is like broader NFL news. This could be a big, big deal is it's looking like probably the best game of the weekend leading up to next weekend will be Bengals and Bills, right? Like, I don't feel like I'm Jonah Williams, the left tackle for the Bengals, has reportedly suffered a dislocated kneecap. Oh, they, that doesn't sound fun. No, they're doing a they're doing follow up stuff today, and they're going to do an MRI and 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 everything that goes along with that. But obviously, that would be problematic. So they're going for, with two backup tackles. Could be because Lyle's out, and that offensive line looks shaky sometimes. It's weird that I'm rooting because I know you'd be rooting for the Bills. I think would you be say rooting for them because of the Demar Hamlin situation? Yeah, and just because. They were never like, whenever we talk about great sports rivalries, like, I'll never root for the Steelers. We were not oppressed by the Bills. Like, we defeated them in the Super Bowls. And I get why they might not like us, but I have no yeah. I have no hatred towards the Bills. I guess I, I'm rooting for the Bengals in that one. Not hard, I get it. I, I get don't, it. For some reason, I kind of have this. I kind of like watching Burrow and Chase. And even though, look, they're Allen super likable. And all yeah. those guys are good, too. So. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for a chit chat with the fellows from the G Bag Nation right here on 105.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. Remember, at 4 o'clock, the official pregame show starts for playoffs. Cowboys, Bucks. CA will be talking with Donovan Wilson, got all kinds of amazing guests leading into the game. And most of these fine fellas will be part of the pre and post game extravaganza. It is the fellas from the G Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? Terrific. Hey, how are you? I am feeling fantastic. Always happy when DNM Leasing helps us out with this. Is I wanted to ask you something real quick, Broadus. It's about the Cowboys, not specifically about the game. And I was just asking you about this is over the weekend. Don Cochran, the yeah. former athletic trainer Back in the for day. the Cowboys, passed away yeah. at the age of 90. Yeah, he was. Uh, it, it's funny when this is when um, in an era, and I, I always remember growing up as a kid, you know, knowing everybody on staff, very small, you know, very small coaching staffs, very small, uh, you know, equipment staffs, uh, current, you know, assistant uh, equipment man, Bucky Buchanan, his dad, Buck Buchanan, was the equipment man. Don Cochran, the trainer, I remember him, uh, you know, a, a very, very well. You know, I mean, you know, it, it's funny. It, it, you, you just remember from that era that were so many people that were involved. I mean, everybody knows about the Tex Rams and the Gilbrants yeah. and stuff like that. But there were some, there were some gentlemen that were a, a big, big part of that era from 1960 through 1989. You know, until when the Joneses took over the team, but were, were absolute studs at their jobs now across the rest of the nfl this weekend i certainly understand if jacksonville chargers is the answer was there one game that stood out above the rest because i was honestly really intrigued by the buffalo miami game and how close we were to a shocking upset there yeah that that game ended up being fantastic personally i think we were all kind of glued into our survivor picks so i mean you definitely brian were probably locked in on buffalo i think eric as well I, I got a heart attack almost with the Ravens and Cincinnati game. Thank goodness Tyler Huntley fumbled that ball. J.K. Dobbins is livid. It's, He's like, why in the world did you not give me a chance to run that in? But I'm happy that Sam Hubbard now and has even been able with, to, to have that run back. Sorry about that. Even with that, it almost came down to the Hail Mary one hand on the football yes, at the crochet. end. That was wild. Ooh. It was great. You know, we either got an upset or a chance at an upset. The You're half right. uh, with Seattle and San Francisco was incredible. Um, but, you know, I was most interested in the Giants and how they're coming along with Brian Dayball. Yeah, we were just talking about kind of depressing statistic is now Trevor Lawrence and Daniel Jones have the same number of playoff wins as Dak. Oh, give it uh, give it like seven or eight hours or whatever. And then we're changing maybe it. Maybe it's like ten hours. <laughs> But <laughs> get, getting there this time tomorrow, maybe things are different. Hey, okay. are we destined for our first uh, overtime game of this weekend? We've been really close. Is tonight going to go into OT? 
God, I hope not. I do not feel not. super awesome if that's how it plays But we out. each get the ball now, right, with the new overtime rules. That's true. It's going to be okay. That's true. It's not just Tom gets the coin flip to go in his favor because, of course, the coin yeah. would, and then he just marches he down the field on, on you. Depends on field goal kicker. Tom yeah. gets yeah. it, and then Trayvon Diggs gets his pick six. One shining moment. Oh, do you think uh, – does, Bra- okay, does, does Brady go all hassle back at the coin toss, and then, and then the Diggs ball, goes all – Oh, and Al Harris, goes Tracy Porter. Zach is your competition for more furious if the Cowboys lose this game. I, I have Kevin is going to be the most mad out of anybody at the whole station if the Cowboys lose this game, but I have Zach as a strong contender. Well, Walchuk gets a microphone uh, as soon as the uh, the oh game ends tonight. Oh, my God, so that's we gotta right. You're going to be like, don't mind. worry about callers. <laughs> I'm going to Zach here at the studio, and he's just going to like go off time and again. That would be amazing. I hope we don't realize that though because yeah, I would be sure, 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 sure. really yeah. hope that that doesn't that would be happen, the worst because I'm concerned it's about. not a bad consolation prize that we all get to tune into Walchuk's post game though if things go haywire I'm glad that I'm just a fan <laughs> good tease because that is a great tease is whenever Mike was talking about the Jags winning is like that might have been their Super Bowl Trayvon Diggs pick sixing an overtime pass from Tom Brady that might be my Super Bowl like I might come <laughs> yeah. in here I'm like I get it San Francisco's awesome who cares Tom Brady's a bum and that would I think that would be amazing. Mm. How are you guys actually feeling about the game, though? Well, Walchuk's very nervous. He's gonna be he's gonna be shaking his, <laughs> all ten of his uh, sausage fingers all show long. Uh, he usually does it incrementally, but he'll be going a full five hours of finger shaking today. Are you staying up here till? 1 a.m.? Uh, I'll be up here till 1. Now at 4, I'm getting the bleep out of here. I'm going to go walk. I'm going to go and Meditate. try and get this nervous energy, nervous energy out. out. Yeah. So I'll be listening to the pregame, and then I'll come back up for the game, watch the game, do halftime and postgame. But I am very nervous. It's it's like an unsettling excitement slash fear that I have I'm, right now. I'm nervous and afraid as well, Higgy. I, you've been pretty consistent about that in the lead-up to this. Yeah, I'm not nervous about the result. I already know what's going to happen with tonight's game. <laughs> I'm just nervous I'm going to be too negative about it over the next two hours that our listeners can't enjoy Man, Cowboys game day. I know. I, I'm going to try not to. I, I, talked about, it, Devin. I talked about Rope-A-Dope earlier. Dawson just pulled me in with that. He's like, no, I think you got it. And he's like, oh, no, I already know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, just nervous about this other. Okay, well, that that does not help with my. Uh, that's how I feel, you know. I That's true. I, and I do be appreciate honest. it. You've had a pretty good feeling this year. Can you name the times where you felt? this way and it happened in this season and then the times you felt a certain way and it went a different especially way. that one you know the last time I really had a great feeling about the games was when the defense was playing great and okay. there was that stretch when Cooper Rush was in and then after Dak came back and I, I just kind of lost connection with what they were going to be as they were transitioning from a bad offense to a good offense and a good defense to a bad defense and around the Green Bay game I started to get confused and I didn't really have strong feelings the rest of the way through but you know the way they finished along with Tampa getting healthy uh I, you know I just think it's obvious I haven't been wrong when I've had a strong feeling like this Mike okay. since that Washington game eight years ago that I bet you 10 to 1 odds on no that was, yeah I didn't I didn't win off of that one that was okay it was another guy what? <laughs> There's been a lot of other guys <laughs> what about it's part of the profession is what about y'all Listen, man, uh, Brady freaks me out. Brady sure. freaks me out at home. So I, I do know, and the one thing that's nice about this is I do know that I'm walking into the game tonight with the better football team. And if that football team actually shows up and plays to their capabilities, they're winning the football game. Vegas is telling you you're two and a half points better than the GOAT at home three, in the playoffs. Up to three. Up to three. 
Oh, so wait, so Jensen comes in and they're like, ah, let's go ahead and give the Cowboys. They an found extra. out about Hankins. Oh, like that. Hankins <laughs> like That's what it is. Uh, so I'm nervous for sure, uh, but I do feel like there is going to be a, a litany of opportunities in this game to to seize it, and it's just a matter of will this team do it. Sure to hope. I mean, I sure to heck hope so. Yeah, I think this is a game. This I think this game is gonna. I really do believe this is a game that we're gonna remember for a long time about with Micah Parsons. I I feel like though there's some opportunity along this Buccaneers offensive line, especially over Donovan Smith. You know, we'll see what happens at center with Ryan Jensen. They are nervous about having to play against, as most teams are. But this game is going to come down to that ability to how many times can you affect this quarterback? And you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get Rhodes is likely gonna be the starter out there when they go nickel. You know, that's just how they're gonna line up this game. And you know, you gotta, you know, it's it's gonna be a battle outside. I mean, you to me, you know, the fight that happens on the outside, can the Cowboys secondary hold up? Because if they can hold up, then you can get some guys home. And that's where this game to me is gonna hinge. That ability to knock that quarterback around will will, will dictate how this thing is going to go. Man, it's that kind of insight that I'm really looking forward to. Anything specifically y'all want to tease coming up on the program today? Pure gold as always. Thanks for asking. All the top stories out of the gates here. We got Cowboys links galore at 3 o'clock. And uh, Chia Fala will take you into the uh, postgame show coming up at uh, 340 with the best of the weekend. All right, looking forward Chia, to that. Chia follows your guy today here. Just remember, he's going yeah, he to hold host. it down. Yeah. He is the host. I'm trying to Barkley this thing for Dak Prescott. I guarantee <laughs> Dak Prescott throws at least one interception Oh, man, tonight. that's terrible. That's terrible, man. That <laughs> roll, is terrible, terrible, terrible. Roll home right, let me tell you something, with the G-Mag Nation going into Cowboys pregame, then Cowboys-Bucks playoff right here on 105.3 The Fan, and then the post-game show as well. Woo, we got everything party. covered for you on what hopefully is a victory party. We will see you tomorrow for better or worse, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105.3 The Fan. Say happy MLK Day. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day, everybody. Say go Cowboys, Kevin. Go Cowboys. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.